Mick, are you there? You're, you're there, Mick? Yeah, mate. Oh, it's Mudgy Mick. Where you going, young fella? <laughs> I'm all right. What about you? I'll tell you what, I said, anyway, let's get on to the more important world issues that you and I decide to conquer. OK, off you go, Mick. What are you going to talk about today? Well, mate, as you know, I've had a bit of the health scare. It looks like I've, I've had the prostate check, and I'll tell you now, if ever you go in for a prostate check, leave your dignity out the front, because you will not need it, I can promise you that. Yeah, well, I haven't had it, but I don't want it, but I no, believe No, no, you. You, you don't want it, mate. And, I, and I'll, I'll tell you another thing. Speaking of dignity, young man, as I told you I joined this dating site, Tinder. So it, it's a lovely thing. You put your face on there, you meet people... But this is what's happening to me, John. I meet these ladies, I take them out for a curry, prawns and rice, and they expect to spend the night with me. Oh, poor devils, they're only human. I've heard that before. Yeah, but, mate, what they've got under... I'm not some sort of promiscuous man that just throws himself to any lady. Like, I'm a high-quality, you know, human being. Oh, I'm... well, I understand that you're a very selective man. You just don't go around sleeping with anybody, do you? No, no, no way in the world, my friend. I said, anyway, I'm going to have to cancel that. But I'll speak. You know, I told you I was getting crook, so I turned to the Bible. I started reading the Bible. I see. Where are you up to in the Bible? Well, this is what happened. I started to read the Bible. I thought, you know, Leonie, she's got me on the Lord's side. I'll ask for the Lord's help. I had a bit of scare with the prostate. I took the Bible to work. One of the blokes told me that no need to read it because he dies in the end. <laughs> oh, Mick. Mick. Can't believe that. He, he ruined the whole show. Anyway, behave yourself. Yeah, I will. Now, listen, what have you been up to, young fella? I've just been behaving myself. Yeah, I know. You had a little weekend, a little week off. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. Did I have a week off? Good man. Yeah. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I sort of enjoyed it. I'd rather work. And now, speaking of the last thing, if I may, and if you could do me this worldly favour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what now? No. Now, mate, it's coming into Christmas time. It's the time of love and love and cherishment, ful fulfilment. And, and how's about you and Susan bury the hatchet for Christmas? Could, could we possibly, Susan? I know you're listening. Give John a ring. Let's bury the hatchet. It's Christmas time. We'll all be in love again, and, and Australia can come back to listening to Susan. Mick. Yes, my friend. Goodbye. He's a character, old Mick. Really, he is. A, he is a character. He's a nice fellow. Wonder I've never met him. I don't, don't know him. I need to talk to him here. On the other hand, we've got Mudgy Mick. I think Mick, are you there? Oh, mate! I'm telling you what. Thank God for bad luck. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any luck. Uh, what's happened now? Oh, mate, I'm having a rough trot. I'll tell you, how's yesterday? We, me and me mate, Bluey, we went down the river, we're fishing. Mate, the flies had carry her away. So Blue's come around the side of me, doing the right thing. He's giving me a good spray of air regard. At the same time, I'll have you, I'm trying to light a smoke. There goes my eyebrows and me fringe. <laughs> Blue, me eyebrows, me eyelashes. I look like a rock melon at the moment. Yeah, so why did you light a... A match when Aerogard was being sprayed around. Is it, is it flammable? It must be. Oh, is it flammable? I can tell you now, mate. I, I look like the Grim Reaper. I've got nothing on the front of my face. I think it even took me nose hairs. But that's one... I tell, speaking about bad luck, I'll tell you, mate, I can't take a trick. How's the other day? I'm trying to cook my own Christmas pudding. 
Now, at the, you wouldn't believe what happened. As I'm cooking it, my clock, my clock, fell off the wall, hit the bowl that I'm cooking my Christmas pudding in, so that's ruined both of them. I've gone to catch it, I fell over and broke me watch. Uh, now, listen, you're playing a game with me, Mick. You want a clock to put on the wall, and you want a watch to put on your wrist. Oh, you, well, mate, everybody man. else rings up with the sobs. I thought I'd just get straight. Now, the, the reason I've rung you today, son, and it's a sad moment, I can't ring you anymore. Why? Well, I think I'm going to Davy Jones's locker, mate. I've got the old prostate cancer, so I'm uh, on my yeah. way out. Ah, uh, but that can take a hell of a long time. Well, mate, it's a bit frightening, to be honest with you, young fella. It's it's a bit nerve-wracking. Oh, yes, well, it is. Of course, nobody likes to know that they've got any sort of cancer. But I can tell you something. More men die with prostate cancer than from prostate cancer. Oh, geez, that gives me something to look forward to. What do you mean with it? I've been... I've got to go to Newcastle. I'm lucky. I've got a brother in Newcastle. I'm going down to this place, the John Hunter Hospital. But, mate, when you've got the cancer in you, I'm stuffed. I'm on my way out. Well, don't be a defeatist, for Christ's sake. Oh, I'm not being a defeatist. You are being a defeatist. You're saying, oh, I'm on my way out. We're all on our way out. It's the luck, mate. I just, I'm, bit, I'm a bit upset. My life's come good. You've got me off the bloody hoochie-coochie all of a sudden. And, and now this comes to me. Don't worry, I'm not going tomorrow. Obviously, I'll see Christmas, but it ain't a good feeling, son. Ah, uh, look, you you got to go a long way past Christmas. Mick, you go a long way past Christmas. I'll tell you what, it's a, hey, speaking of Christmas, how good's that John Dutton? Why do you say that? Because you got me on to bloody Yellowstone. I nearly lost my job there two weeks ago. I had a full day off to watch Yellowstone. Isn't it good? Oh, it's better than good, mate. I can't stop watching it. It takes your mind off a few things, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's a very, very good thing. I just want to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Now, let the listeners know next year when I've perished that I was a good man and I tried my best. Did I give you a Christmas pudding? Mate, I've never received a Christmas pudding off you, John. I, I don't even, I'd, I'd start to cry if you offered me one. Well, I'm going to send you one. Oh, mate, you can't do that to me. I'll, I'll break down on the air. <laughs> it's not that important, Mick. It's just something I would like to do for you. That's oh, all. That's, oh, I can't speak, mate. Well, don't speak. Just hang on, and I'll organise to send you a Christmas pudding. Um, well, well, what can I send you? Nothing. Just good wishes. That'll do. Well, I'll give you my... I'll tell you what. When I'm upstairs, my wonderful friend, now that we are, I'll be looking down on you, and I'll make sure you have a beautiful Christmas yourself. Yeah, OK. You're not going anywhere, Mick. I hope not, pal, but it ain't looking good, son. No, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. Put that right out of your head. Are you really going to send me a Christmas pudding? Yeah, I am going to send you a Christmas pudding. I'm getting a bit emotional here. Hang on, don't hang up. Wait there, Mick, and I'll organise it for you. Uh, he's a character. and But, Mick, you're not going to die. You've got to be positive. You, No way in the world you're going to die. Listen to how bright he's sounding, and he hasn't lost his sense of humour. That's a good reason to stay alive. So we'll organise. Uh, the Pudding Lane people will send Mick a, uh, a mudgy Mick a Christmas pudding and we'll organise uh, one for Mick and Mick is not going to die, believe me Yes, uh, where's Mick from Mudgee? Hope he's well Dennis, I don't know where Mick from Mudgee is He's probably in Mudgee Oh dear, dear, dear Mick, are you there? 
Happy New Year to you, young fella. How are you going? <laughs> Where have you been? Mate, mate, look, oh, geez, I remember, I've got the prostate users. You know, I remember last year I thought I was yeah. on up to meet me maker, but I'm still here. Yeah, you are still there, and that's good. Oh, but uh, have they got it under control? Actions in a P76. Yeah, well, there you are. Have you got it under control, though? Mate, I'll tell you what, young fella, technology's probably saved me life. I've, I've spent a lot of time at, uh, I won't mention the hospital's name, the John Hunter Hospital at Newcastle, but, mate, I'll tell you what, the staff deserve a medal. I'm talking of medals, women deserve a medal, mate. I'll tell you, women, we go through an inspection in the wrong area once and you think the, the bloody world's coming to an end. What about the ladies of this world? That's quite right. Well, hey, speaking of, speaking of medals... Now, John, everyone's getting too politically correct. They're wanting to change everything, you know, that everything with coon cheese, coon amble. Let's bring back the prawn cocktail, John. What do you you know the old prawn cocktail? Oh yeah, I know it well. With the what was it? it? Had tomato sauce mixed with cream or something frightful? Tarte. Oh yeah, I don't know. But geez, hey, what about the old banana split? Do you remember the banana split, John? No, no. Well, I do, but I hated it. Oh, come on, mate. Bit of chocolate sauce and white. No, I hated it. Nuts. Hated it. But I liked that. Hey, I'll tell you. I liked the proper prawn cocktail. I liked that. Uh, the Mother Superior, who is renowned for her cooking ability, has told me that it's tomato sauce mixed with mayonnaise. Well, maybe she can dossier us up one this, this year for the Christmas party or something. You and I, what do you reckon? It'd be good. Are we going to have our Christmas party this year? Well, I, as long as we're both. Hey, I'll tell you what. Speaking of Christmas parties, as I was in the hospital up there, I decided to befriend a, uh, let's call a, uh, a lady with a few pounds. I thought, hello, here's one for Mick. I've been going to the housey with her. Have you been to housey, John? Bingo. No, I've never been there. But now tell me, have, are you overweight? Oh, no, no. I'm only a thin fella. But she is overweight. She's overweight. Well, look, she's, she's let's call her plump. But she's got a she's got a couple of dollars behind her, so I don't mind going to the housey. But how's this the other day, mate? With number eighty eight comes out and they say don't be late. They can't call it two fat ladies anymore. How's about that? Oh, you're kidding. Is that too politi- you know politically? You know what I want to know, young fella. Who is the big man going to go and see? You remember the the criminal Graham Abo Henry? Uh, I remember the name. Abbo, yeah. Going to go and tell him to change his name to Graham Pastel Pink Henry. <laughs> Pastel I'll see Pink. it happening. Pastel Pink. Lovely to see you, young fella. Stay well and take care. Jesus Christ, I'll miss you. I'll talk to you next week. See you, son. Okay. Oh, dear, he's a handful, that mudgy Mick, isn't he? All right, tell me what's on your mind. He amuses me nonetheless.